Most people are under the impression plants don't think. That all plants do is just sit there, taking in the stunning sun all day, and honestly, that kind of lifestyle makes people jealous. Maybe not all people, probably just me, because sunbathing is so relaxing. Wear sunscreen though, and don't spend too much time out there. Look after yourself. However, what people who think this way fail to realize is, if you can't move around and are stuck in one place like plants are, then you can't defend yourself. Plants are at the absolute bottom of the food chain. Everything wants a piece of them. They get wrecked by caterpillars and that is just embarrassing. But some plants have decided they weren't going to be anyone's snack. I have found five plants in particular that have evolved fun ways to fight back against getting eaten. Fun for them? Definitely not for the thing that thought they could take a bite out of these plants. Before we start going through the list though, I have to do the obligatory reminder to follow me on social medias. I crave attention like plants crave the sun. I need it to survive, okay? So if you want to make me feel all warm and fuzzy, all the links to your favorite social media will be in the description box slash show notes. Also, after you have done that, tell your friends too. The more the merrier. And if you really like what I'm doing, please see review for this on your favorite podcatcher. Helps me a bunch. Thank you, friend. Now to the list. This doesn't have a special order, just the one I thought was most appropriate. The first tree we are going to be delving into today is called the Honey Locust, and despite its name, it looks anything but sweet. We are talking about a tree that grows thorns on its trunk and branches that can be anywhere from 3 centimeters to 20 centimeters, or about 1 inch all the way to 8 inches for my imperial friends. It grows them in clusters too, and they kind of resemble a barbed wire fence. This tree is endemic to the middle parts of North America, which many years ago was home to some incredible megafauna, like the giant sloth, which loved eating all kinds of vegetation. So the theory goes, this tree was sick of those giant sloths trying to eat it. So over time, it evolved the massive spikes as defense. Fuck you sloths, get your paws off me. Which is awesome, and probably worked seeing they aren't extinct. However, it is now kind of pointless. The tree looks intimidating, that's for sure, but if you are a deer or an elk, which are both significantly smaller than one of those sloths, avoiding something that is the size of your head is kinda easy. Oh dear. Insert obvious pun into episode. Check. The megafauna had trouble eating the honey locust because they were, you know, mega. So the tree needed a mega defense, but for the smaller animals around in the modern day, the spikes don't even really slow them down. You just gotta kinda just tilt your head slightly to the side or just maneuver your tongue around to the pointy bits to grasp the leaves and or bark them BOOM! All you can eat tree buffet. This isn't to downplay the spikes at all. They can absolutely still do damage if you aren't careful. They are also made from some of the hardest wood around. In fact, humans used to use them as nails because the wood is tough and it is way easier to just break off a couple thorns than smelt iron down to a nail. The wood from the honey locust tree also seems to have a resistance to rot, which means it will stay around for ages after it dies. Back in the day, that would have been an easy way to protect yourself by essentially lining the ground at its base with booby traps for years, making it annoying for anything that wanted to try nibble on it. But 
It also means now in modern times, it makes pretty dang good furniture. It seems like whatever defense this poor plant has, we have found a way to abuse it. The same, however, cannot be said for the rest of the plants on this list. The plant looks intimidating, but doesn't even have poison. The rest might not look as scary, but they definitely are. Plant number the second on our list, the manchineal tree. This one received its name from the Spanish word manzanilla, meaning little apple, because the leaves on this tree sort of resemble the leaves on an apple tree, and its fruit even looks like a cute small apple. However, you absolutely do not want to get this confused with an apple. For you see, if you were to eat it, there is a decent chance you will die if you don't go to the hospital. This tree is one of the most toxic in the entire world. So yay! Its whole battle plan is attempting to trick you into thinking you've got a healthy snack, like an apple, so you eat it so it can kill you. Its modern day nickname is Manzanilla de la Muerta, meaning little apple of death to reflect how fucking poisonous this thing is. Even just nibbling it without even swallowing any part can still cause serious problems, like inflammation all over the mouth and lips. A few people have tried it, and they have described it as tasting sweet at first, like a perfectly ripe apple. Soon after though is when the toxins start kicking in and a burning sensation sweeps over your body. It then quickly worsens and soon your throat starts to itch and burn. Lymph nodes swell as well. If you did swallow it, your stomach feels like it's also on fire and bursting at the same time. And things often come out of both ends as your body tries to remove the poison as quickly as possible. So yeah, not a good time. Solid F plus though. Can't give it a score below that because it at least tastes good for a tiny bit, you know? Definitely not an F-. That does not mean go and try it though. The scary part about this is the fruit isn't the most poisonous part about this plant. That title belongs to the sap inside the tree. If you were to burn this tree, the smoke will have enough toxins in it that it can cause permanent eye damage if it touches them and blistering to your skin. If you inhale the smoke, it can do serious damage to your lungs, way more than regular smoke can due to the toxins of the tree in the smoke. And if your skin directly comes into contact with the sap, it turns to a massive blister. If it's raining and you want shelter, do not pick this tree because the leaves are also toxic and if the water touches any part of the tree it becomes contaminated and if it lands on you it can cause all those problems from before as well. This is a very bad and naughty tree. It is so bad in nearly all the locations it is grown it is marked by a labeled sign or red lines to let people know to stay the fuck away from it and you should 100% do that. Introverted plant the third is another type of tree. A tree that is related to the manchineal tree, sort of like its cousin. It is called the sandbox tree or the dynamite tree. This tree is a fusion of the first two plants, as it also has thorns, although not as big as the spikes on the honey locust, and it is also highly poisonous, just like its relative the manchineal tree. The poison is slightly weaker in this tree, but considering the manchineal tree is poisonous enough to kill you, you still do not want to touch this tree or stand under it while it rains, or use it as firewood because the same principle applies here. Where it differentiates itself from those two, however, is its incredible fruit. Not only is the fruit still poisonous, 
but it explodes when it is ripe, like a grenade, hence the name Dynamite Tree. It is a brilliant idea to do this from the tree's perspective. Think about it. Are you a tree and unable to move? Are you wanting to be a parent but worried your saplings are going to try usurp you and steal all your sunlight as they grow? Here at Weird Evolution Co, we have designed the perfect solution, introducing exploding seed pods. Shoot those future kids of yours as far away from you as possible, guaranteeing your genes to spread far and wide and your kids won't bother you as long as you live. Exploding seed pods are capable of shooting your seeds over 150 miles or 240 kilometers an hour, rocketing them away from you. Not to mention, you can use your offspring as weapons too, and who doesn't want that? This amazing product can be yours for six easy payments of $99.99. An old dynamite tree saw that on a late night TV years ago and was like, oh, fuck you, yeah, give me that, and bought all of the stock. Needless to say that getting hit by anything traveling 240 kilometers an hour could do more than just hurt you if it hit. What I especially like about this tree though is its fruit looks like tiny pumpkins, kind of like the ones Green Lantern uses to attack Spider-Man. Wonder which is more deadly, these or the goblins weapons. The first plant was from North America and those previous two plants were from Central America. So now let's go somewhere else. Our next plant is from the Namibia desert in Africa. This is an incredible place, potentially being one of the oldest deserts in the world and stretching over an area about 160,000 kilometers squared. Inside this vast wilderness is the Namibia bottle tree. Despite its appearance of looking like it is dried up and dead, it is very much alive and really wants to stay that way. So what the bottle tree decided to do is, besides looking like a bad meal for a hungry plant eaters, is hoard all the water it possibly can inside its trunk. It looks like a bottle and is filled with water, hence where it got the name bottle tree from. However, you absolutely cannot drink from this tree as it mixed its life-saving water with a deadly poison because it is a selfish turd. It didn't spend all that time gathering water just so some animal can come along and steal it. That would defeat the whole purpose. The traditional hunters in northern Namibia dipped their arrows in its sap to give it that little extra oomph, courtesy of the poison within it. They also carve bowls from its wood and fill it with water. Not for them to drink out of, but so birds can drink out of it, which then kills them. That is efficient hunting. Any possible way to cut down on running is always a plus in my books. Especially cutting down running in a fucking hot desert. Moving on to our final plant. This one is finally not a tree, but in fact a bush. And its sting is rated as one of the most painful sensations in the world. Marina Hurley is a scientist who worked with the plant and as such has been stung a couple times. The poor poor person. When asked what it felt like, she described the pain as being burnt with acid and electrocuted at the same time. The name of this plant is the Gimpy Gimpy and it is related to stinging nettles, but its stings are on steroids. It is native to Australia because even the plants here want to hurt you. The sting itself very, very, very rarely kills you unless you are allergic to it and have an anaphylactic episode. It just causes a fuck ton of pain. One of the colorful nicknames this plant has gotten is the suicide plant. Reportedly, because the pain is apparently that bad, people would rather kill themselves than continue to live with. 
I looked into that claim, seeing that is such a bold statement, and it has apparently happened, but only a handful of times. One of which was recorded during World War II, where a soldier accidentally used a leaf from this plant as toilet paper, which is something you never ever ever want to do. And the poor man eventually shot himself because he couldn't deal with it. If Mariana Hurley's statement of it being acid burns and electrocution is right, imagine that on your butthole. That sounds like beyond the worst pain for anyone. The venom, yes, the venom, the gimpy gimpy is classed as a venomous plant, is injected into its victims through tiny spikes all over the plant made from silica. So essentially, tiny glass needles filled with pain liquid. If you don't get them all out, which is almost impossible to do, seeing they are designed to break and not easily be removed, the pain can last for years. And apparently every time you have a shower, the pain feels just as intense as the first time you got stung. Lovely. Honestly, this is the plant I am probably most afraid of on this list because unlike the others, it looks so unassuming, like any kind of bushy plant, but if you touch it, it wants you to suffer for as long and as painfully as possible. But there you have it, 5 plants that want to be left alone and that you should stay as far away from as humanly possible. What one scares you the most? If you enjoyed learning about these introverted plants and want to support the podcast, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, follow me on social media, and if you are feeling exceptionally generous, I have a Patreon where you can chill and you can listen to episodes a week before anyone else. All that information will be in the description slash show notes. Wishing you all the very best and hope none of you touch these plants. Love you, bye! (laughs) 